Hello and welcome to This Is Science, sort of. It's me, Bridger Esplin, and I'm here with my good buddy, Spencer White. How's it going, Spencer? It's going so good. How are you, good buddy? Oh, so good. So good. It's good to it's good to finally have you on the show. I know, I know. I've been looking forward to this, man. For, for those of you who don't know, Spencer is one of my other roommates. Uh, he wasn't he wasn't there when I made the essay, like Ezra, but we've been buddies for a long time, and and we're roommates this year. So we've been talking about doing an episode together for for a minute, and uh, just realized it was it was about dang time. Heck yeah, heck yeah! I'm looking forward to this. It's awesome. And so me and, me and Spencer obviously have a lot of uh, experience talking to each other about women. It's a daily occurrence, I feel like, right? Daily. I mean, what else is there to talk about? There literally is nothing else there's, to talk there about. There is nothing else to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> even, back, uh, even back before we were roommates, dude, like straight up, we'd just call or like we'd hang out, do lunch, and we'd just talk for three hours about women problems, dude. It was great. Yeah, usually complaining. Problems. Mainly is, complaining. That's a, that's a good way of defining the conversation is it problems. It was always just, just the, it, rarely the good, mostly the bad, because we always focus on the focus on the bad, but. And there's never any good anyways. So. Why would there be good? Relationship is just, just heartache and trial and just not worth it. I mean, you said that as if there's a positive to, to, to this whole thing. I know, that was my bad. I was misleading there. I was yeah, I know. Don't give these people false hopes. <laughs> well, and, and, and that's not true. I mean, there is there's some good things about... Uh, yeah, there's some good things about it. I mean, there's, we can, we can, no, there's some good. So here's here's my like current like status in terms of like relationships mm-hmm. and stuff, right? I uh, the last like date I went on with a girl who I was like semi interested in was during the summer. I was living mm-hmm. out in Michigan, doing just door door sales, being a tool bag, right? And there's a chick there naturally. where yep, naturally that's what we do. There's a chick there that I went out with a couple different times and like. It was very much a thing of like, I feel like the only reason I was interested in her was because like I didn't have too many other options and she was down. So like we hung out a bit, but like since then, like the few dates I've been on have really just been like group dates or like people just doing like blind date setups. And I just really haven't had like any sparks with anyone recently. Well, I think honestly, as soon as it becomes a group date, it's honestly kind of a tail or a hint that there's no spark there i mean if you're asking someone out on a group date i mean you could be interested but i don't think that it automatically means you are 100 percent. well for me like a sign when i when i hear from a buddy they're like yo like i want to take this girl out but she wants to make it a group date when i hear that my first thought is like okay so like so either you're not super confident about like entertaining her for a bit or she just doesn't feel comfortable around you like at all you well know? that's and that's my question is it is it the same for girls and i mean i guess we can't really answer that oh bro why let, let's just answer it man let's just let's <laughs> oh just, yeah why not let's put words <laughs> in their mouth man let's put words in their mouth i don't know i feel like most i feel like for me as a guy i prefer one-on-one every single time oh, easy. over over a group easy, day. easy easy now like if you've got a good wingman and like if it's like if you're just trying to have fun like whatever but at that point you're just dating the dude you're not even dating like the like the chick you're with right (laughs) if you're with like a really good buddy like it's it's just it goes sideways right but for me like i think girls seem to be more comfortable with it because in their mind at the very least they've got their their girlfriend or whatever there to like Mm -hmm. back them up or like at least share the misery of whatever like trash date they're on right 
So I think it's interesting just that guys, I feel like, generally our perspective, if we are more confident about dating, is we just want one-on-one, like, all the time and never group dates. Yeah, and I, I totally agree with that. And I think with, with a one-on-one date, at least for me personally, I will not ask someone out individually. Like, it's just going to be me and her. I will not ask her out unless if I'm interested. And there's, there's some exceptions. Like, if it's a blind date and my aunt's, uncle's, neighbor's, cousin's, dog's, friend has a girl that <laughs> they want me to take on a date because right. everybody just – when you're single, everybody feels entitled to be like, oh, hey, you're this old and you are single, so date this girl that you have no idea about. And then they show you a picture, and it's like, well, what am I, I supposed to say? I'm like, stuck. oh, yeah, that girl's, that girl's ug- ugly. I'm not going to take her out on a date. So. And usually, usually she's not. And most of the time she's not, but like still, it, like what am I supposed to say right. to that person, 100%, right? 100%. <laughs> well, in my, in my experience with blind dates, it's usually very, very so, so. And I, I usually avoid them if I can. The very first blind date I ever got set up on, it was, I was, I was very grateful. It didn't pan out, but I almost had to do the stupid date, right? It was a friend <laughs> of mine who I knew were like kind of well, whatever, like we, we, we're close, but like not mm-hmm. like buddies right and she she met dms me over instagram she didn't even have my number at the time she's like hey i've got a friend and like they're they're, we're doing a group date thing do you want to go out with her and i was like i mean sure you know i like i was a recently returned missionary so i was like i just got to go take as many of these opportunities get yourself out there get myself out there (laughs) actually talk to a girl for (laughs) it's been two dang years exactly exactly i gotta like remember like that they're that there are other people out there other than like other dudes right well like as we're getting ready for the date and everything i learn bit by bit that one like this this girl like she's like a cell like four or five years older than i am right Mm. so this friend didn't even know like my age in accordance to her age not that like i'm not down to date someone older but like i hadn't even started school she was probably like done with school like that's just i feel like for me, that's kind of like a, I don't know how we're going to make this work. Anywhere, it's an interesting you know? dynamic, for sure. But, yeah. like, for one date, a group date, I can go out with anyone. Oh, easy, yeah. But then, and then I look over on Instagram, not my type at all, <laughs> not at the slightest. But, like, you know what? Again, I can make it work. And then on top of all that, I learned that it, not only is it all these factors, but it's not even in the Valley. Like, it's mm. not here in Logan. It's two hours away in, like, Provo is where the date's supposed to take place. So... This so-called friend of mine, like, straight up, like, thought I'd be chill driving two hours to go on a date with someone I don't even know or have interest in, and that that would just work out just fine. So, like, in the end, like, that was one of the few blind dates where I myself shut down, where I was like, I'm sorry, there's just really isn't reason enough for me to go all the way down there. Like, I hope Mm -hmm. you understand. It's not that, like, I'm sure your friend's great, you know, but, like, I'm not going to spend all that money for someone that I just don't know or have an interest in, you know? Yeah. And I, I think it's interesting too, cause I feel like everybody just feels entitled to be a matchmaker for you because it gives them like a sense of, of importance to right. be a matchmaker, right. but nobody's good at it. Everyone sucks at it. Everyone is so bad. Everyone's so bad. Being a, ma- a matchmaker. And I feel like people assume <laughs> that like the moment you give them anyone a date that you're just going to be like, Oh, Thank goodness. I was waiting for someone to just give me someone to go out with, you know? Everyone I know who, like, is in a serious relationship, it's all because 
I've just, they met someone, they connected, and it's it's great. I know very few people who have a healthy relationship with someone that they met on a blind date. It just doesn't happen that much. I'm sure mm-hmm. it does happen. I just have yet to see it. So in my mind, it's not true because I don't see it. <laughs> it's, never, it's never happened. It's never going to happen. If I haven't seen it, it's never happened. It's never happened. If it happens to me, I won't let it happen because it's just not. Facts, it's not right. Man. It's just it's, not. It's every not blind right. date is supposed to be garbage. 100%. Pretty much. I mean, I've had some fun fun blind dates. Um, I've never gone on a second date with a blind date, I, mm-hmm. I can say. To be, to be fair, I don't go on tons of second dates to begin with. Oh, yeah. And I've, you're the same way. I am very much the same way. And, and why do you why do you feel like that is for you? Yeah, for sure. So when I so two years ago, like I feel like I was like I was still figuring out my like view on dating and my view on relationships with people, and I kept going from the standpoint like, oh shoot, I wonder if this really hot girl likes me. You know, like I got to really impress her, and that was like my constant thought. And I just would become so self aware. And, like, you just end up stressing about things that literally do not matter or, like, mm-hmm. even, like, play into, like, a relationship, right? Well, yeah. for me, like, when I change, I, I change my mindset to not does this girl like me and do I like me or to do I like this girl. When I did that, like, I think there's a lot of good that's come from it, but I also feel like, oh, something I need to change personally is I need to, like, not, like, be so quick to just say nah, no, no, no second dates for this girl because I get I get the mindset where like if I interact with a girl and there, there's like any red flags that I see right away I like shut it down so fast which is stupid because like if you look for red flags you're going to see them with literally oh, yeah. everybody easy because everybody has red flags but at the same time like I'm not the type of person where I just don't want to spend money and time on someone that like there just is zero shot of me being interested in them so for me the reason why I go on very few second dates is because I'm really picky and like if I don't have there's nothing that grasps me about the girl I'm not like walking away from a date saying yeah she was cool I really enjoyed spending time with her I want to spend more time with her if I don't feel that I feel like I'd if I feel like I need to obligate myself to go out with her again then I will never see that girl again (laughs) that makes sense I mean it shouldn't be a burden to go on date number two you know and Mm -hmm. and if it is then I don't know what you're trying to prove or do right. or whatever at that right. point, you know? And maybe my ex- my expectations are skewed because, like, I'm, I guess I go from the standpoint where I want to be blown away by a girl, you know? Like, I want to be, like, so, like, oh, shoot, this girl's a dime. Like, this is awesome. We're connecting. This is great. Mm-hmm. And then be like, yeah, I'd be down to go out with them again. I feel like right now that's where my expectation is. and And I wonder if, like, that's the correct thing to do. I wonder if maybe I should be more open to just like chilling with anybody and everybody. But then that goes back to the thing I was saying before. Like if I don't have an interest in someone, I just really don't care to like even think about pursuing that person. Yeah. And I think honestly with dating morally in my mind, dating is the, is the one time that you should be selfish because selfishness is selflessness in some ways and i'm not advocating for all kinds of selfishness because there's obviously a line to be crossed for sure but it's it's one instance of a very few instances where it's okay to be selfish at times and in fact it's healthy to be selfish because we shouldn't we shouldn't be going on dates with people 
out of the selfless nature of our hearts to make them feel better about themselves. Because that's, in reality, that's selfish of us to do that because we're just leading someone on. 100%. And then they're not, they're feeling like they have the sense of importance or that we like them. And if you don't, and you're doing it just to be selfless, quote unquote, then pretty soon you're going to end up hurting that person. And that's selfish of you trying to be selfless, quote unquote. And so realistically, like you just have to be selfish in relationships Mm -hmm. because relationships are the most selfish and most selfless things. It's the biggest paradox, you know, choosing who you're going to spend your time with because you're going to be so selfless with us, with that person, if you're a good person, but you have to be selfish to get that person in your corner and to get that person to actually interact with you and to get a relationship with that person. So it's just kind of a weird paradox. Right. But we have to be selfish in order to be selfless with someone, I think. Oh, 100%. Like, it's, I think a lot of it just comes down to, like, self, knowing your self-worth and value. Like, knowing that, like, no matter who you are, whether you're, like, you're a dude like me just struggling through college or, like, you're a freaking freezer, you've got everything figured out. Or some hot (laughs) chick who, like, who is just... Doing their, doing their thing through, through life, like bebopping around, letting guys pay for their meals, whatever you're doing. <laughs> <Bebopping around. laughs> what, as they do. As, they the, do. as I, the hot girls I, do. I, I assume you know? that's what they do, because they're <laughs> certainly not bebopping with me, so like, <laughs> I assume they're doing it by themselves. Whatever bebopping <laughs> whatever, that, whatever that freaking yeah. means. But uh, I just think that the most important thing is, is, is that you know that you deserve someone who, like, who fits, like, whatever you're, you're, you're putting out. Like, you're going to attract whatever your, whatever kind of lifestyle you're living. And so, if you're wanting a certain type of, type of girl or dude, I, this is something that just, like, I, I got into advice so much about, is you want to, you need to live a lifestyle that represents that, that gets you as close to that kind of person that you want to be, because those people will naturally come to you. Yeah, and I, I think that's true. I think there's a lot of truth to that. With with your pickiness and, and kind of now that we have a slight understanding into, into Big Spence's brain, <laughs> and we have a little bit little bit of an understanding of how, how uh, the whole women thing is going for you, how do you feel like that has impacted your list? You know, do you feel like you have a list right now? That's an excellent Cause question. Because I, I, you, you definitely have to have one. Right. Because that's the law. And I do. So, like, so my, <laughs> right, the, the law of the list, which is, it, which is science, which is science that is era, what's what's the word I'm looking for? It's irreplaceable, irremovable, right? Irrevocable. Irrevocable. That's mm. the good word. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> See, this guy, this wow. guy. Wow. I think that for me, my list, it's it, it's almost like you've written names on a, on a board, but then, like, they're fading the entire list is just fading. Like, there's there's people on the list, but, like, straight up, like, it's people that I, uh, I, I, I kind of know, sort of know, but, like, really don't, like, have, like, any real spark to go after, you know? Mm-hmm. It, every single one of them is someone who, like, if they were down, I'd be down, but, like, I'm not down currently, if that makes sense. And you know, no. you don't know if you want to put in the effort to yeah. see if they're down. Yeah, 100%. That's exactly what it is for me right now. So really, like, I don't have too many names on my list. I'd say that I, uh, 
what I should be doing is is trying to grow that list by just meeting more people. But the thing is, that doesn't even work. Because like I meet more girls, and I feel like I just the mindset I have right now is I just haven't been. It just doesn't grow the list for me. I just am like, ah, you're cool, but like I just haven't sparked with anyone in a really long time. Mm-hmm. And the last time I really connected with someone probably a year ago, there was this this chick. We'll call her. We'll call her. Uh, we'll call her Sarah. We'll call her Sarah for for. Was was her name Sarah? No. Okay. Just curious. We'll just call her Sarah. Because I mean, Ezra just said the girl's name by accident last time, so I just. I mean, that's I whatever. Was just curious who it was. I don't really care. I know she's not going to listen to this, but like that that. True. True. It's just it's just the principle of the thing, but but there's a chick named Sarah. We went out like four or five times. Like mm-hmm. I I actually went out with this girl a bit, and I was, I I was the most interested in her, but like, eventually like. I guess she was dating another dude at the time, and he, she had been dating him longer than I, she had been dating me. So in the end, she just ended up just kind of ghosting me and going with him. So like, big rip, big, big rip, man, big rip. And it was one of those experiences where like, I remember thinking to her like, well, yeah, I was definitely interested to see where that was going, but like, even then, I wasn't like in an infatuation stage, right? So like, mm-hmm. I guess. I guess for me, back to like the the who's on Spencer's list right now, like I really don't know who's on my list other than like like Scarlett Johansson, of course, right? Oh, obviously, oh, one hundred percent. Especially when she was twenty two, dude, in the movie Prestige. Oh my gosh! All those people listening <laughs> out there, the movie Prestige, go watch that movie. Scarlett Johansson, that movie was twenty two years old. Mind that, blowing. That's insane, <laughs> and she was absolutely gorgeous. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Incredible, but yeah, my list is uh, is is very, very very slim. Well, it's it's interesting that you say that because when me and Ezra had our little uh, interview together, we talked a lot about how we just felt like the list was there, but there was no one that we were super excited about that was on the list. That's exactly essentially what it was is. what it was. That's exactly what it is. And I feel like it's definitely that's. That's almost kind of the equivalent of a guy's blank space face, you know? So it's probably a violation, honestly. I haven't written that down, and so so I probably will think about it, write it down, and, and maybe do an episode on that. But I think it's the closest thing to a blank space because guys never have a blank space. Right. Because like you said, there's girls that if they were down, you'd probably be down. Oh, 100%. But you're just not excited enough about it or committed enough into those girls at that time to want to have to go through the hassle of figuring it out. Like, straight up for me, like, if a girl flirts with me, my first thought is gonna be like, hey, am I interested in this girl? Because if I, like, have any interest whatsoever, like, let's let's ride this thing out. Let's go. Well, yeah, I mean, she's she's probably gonna get on the list pretty quick if she's flirting. Exactly. Even if she doesn't necessarily meet your criteria, she's probably gonna jump on the list pretty quick if she's flirting, and then you'll decide after the fact. Mm Mm-hmm if she stays on the list based on the criteria and stuff. Exactly. And so I think girls have a pretty good shot, like, right when they meet you to have a chance with a guy. But then the guy will think a couple weeks later about, but do I actually like this girl? And then she might go, like, start at one all of a sudden on the list just out of nowhere, especially if he's kind of in a, a phase that you're in. But then if, if uh, he kind of thinks about it and she gives him time to think about it, and he realizes, wait, I don't like anything about this girl. She mm-hmm. just flirted with me for a while. Then she might 
drop off the list completely to the point where she's not on it. But I think, honestly, reciprocation of of liking is such a big deal for guys. Mm -hmm. Like, guys, and and for anybody, obviously, anybody wants to feel important and feel loved. But a guy will like someone back just because they like them sometimes. And that's not always. And and obviously, (coughs) different guys are picky and and whatever. But And and I I totally get that. And there's, um, shoot. Family Feud guy, so Steve Harvey is that his name? Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. Right, and I, I I think I shared this with you before, but like I love this quote by him because I find it super applicable. The where, wisdom of Steve Harvey. Oh, I love Steve Harvey, dude. Like, oh, I could do a whole podcast about Steve Harvey, Steve Harvey bro. He's my <laughs> wow. boy. But uh, but he's he's doing an interview with a lady, and then in the interview he says that he doesn't have any girls or women in his life other than like his spouse. That he considers like an actual friend like no 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 girlfriends right and then she's like well why is that and he's like well the way my brain works the way most male minds work is the only reason you're just friends with a girl is because she hasn't moved in right she mm-hmm. has she keeps it that way generally speaking now that's not that's not like a blanket covering all situations right like i'd say i'd say all the girl friends I have in my life right now are that way because, like, I don't really care. <laughs> yeah. They're just people that are like, yeah, yeah, whatever. I don't care. But, like, but going to what you said, the moment a girl, like, shows interest in a guy, like, that's, then it's up to the guy to be like, hey, like, do I shut this down right now or do I go for it? Like, the guy's not, not just going to let it sit there. Yeah, and going back to kind of the Steve Harvey thing, too, it kind of goes back to the very start of our conversation with group dates and things like that. I mean, you're not – I think the whole point is you're not going to do something with a girl one-on-one if you're not interested. Exactly. You might not be interested after doing something one-on-one with a girl. Sure. That is definitely a possibility. More often than not. But <laughs> – and I would, I would say it's less often for most guys. Like most guys, they do one-on-one, and then they like the girl even more. Oh, 100%. Um, but you're not going to do one-on-one something with a girl that you're just friends with, but you might hang out in a group setting. You might take them on a group date. You might get like a blind date. Definitely. But, and so just kind of the distinction is if a guy takes you out one-on-one, he's probably into you. Actually, ninety nine point nine 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 percent of the time, he is when he takes and, you out. No matter, he might not be after, and but no he matter is what when he, takes he you says, out. like that is almost one hundred percent true. Unless uh, there are some people who I just don't understand how they can do this. For example, our good buddy Ezra, and I talked about this all the time. Like his some of his best friends are girls, right? Girls mm-hmm. who have all shown interest in him, and that he's kind of been off and on dating in the past. And, like, he has no qualms against, like, hanging out with these girls. And I feel like in that regard, it's it's the same situation but in reverse where, like, I think it's it's for them, the, those kind of girls with those kind of guys, they're the ones feeling like, mm-hmm. oh, he's interested in me when, when not. So I guess what I'm saying is no matter what, almost always, if a guy and a girl are doing stuff, like, alone, one of them has to be interested in the other. That's, like, and well, I, I think that's quite true. That. And, and – and realistically, with Ezra, too, he does do some one-on-one stuff with these girls, but he's usually not instigating it when it's one-on-one, except for with his girlfriend. You right. You know, obviously. Because, 100%. Because now Ezra has a girlfriend, just life update on him, but, you know, he, he figured out this whole not liking girls he thing. He figured for it out, man. It, it turns out you just need to have a, have a good roommate who, uh, 
who just has connections and who takes you up to a cabin and then you just meet a girl there and it works out because that's what he did and and it's great it's good for him spencer hooked it up for ezra so but whatever but not for himself so no, no, exactly. that just tells you the type of guy spencer is just selfless more like, to a, selfless to a fault more like just stupid just dumb like why did i just swoop in you know that's the real question. i mean like selfless to a fault stupid <laughs> Kind of the same thing. More, more, more of the same. More yeah. of the same, honestly, really. 100%. And, and, and I think it's just interesting because bringing up that with Ezra too, like there, there are these girls that are into him or have been into him in the past, and he only invites them with groups, but they want to do stuff. They do want one-on-one well. stuff. Mm-hmm. But I think, that the, I think it is possible, and, and obviously, again, we're not experts on this because we're, we're the dudes, but I think we, it's possible for a girl. For sure. It's possible for a girl to do something with a guy alone and, and for her to instigate it and for her to simultaneously not like the guy. Sure. For sure. I think but so. if the guy instigates it and it's one on one and he's not friend zoning you in that one on one time, like literally telling you he just wants to be friends because that's possible. Then he likes you. Oh yeah, big time, big time. <laughs> it's it's just blatant. There's no exception. That's just how it is. Well, that's just how it is. And like I've had roommates and good friends where like where they say whatever you know, but like you know that they are 100 percent interested in the girl. Oh yeah. Like where they're like, oh, you know what? Like she's not interested, but I just I'm happy to be her friend. You know what? I'm okay. That is okay. So if you know anyone who says, I'm just happy to be their friend, I don't care if they like me, they are 100% committed to this person and they will their their worldview will shatter if they don't get this person. Oh, it's hard. They're hardcore BSing they're, you. They're BSing you so, so much. Hard. They care so much. Especially <laughs> if it's a dude. No, especially if oh, it's especially a dude. Oh, especially if it's a dude. Like, because yeah, like... Easy. I got... I, I have literally like five different guy friends where like that's their, that's been their mindset. Not all happening right now some of them happening right now but within the last year where they've literally said those same words and then sure enough when the chick inevitably goes to another dude they're just broken they just like their, their life is over for like a little while and I think it's so funny it's just so funny to me because I guess my brain doesn't work that way for mm-hmm. me like I'm very much a black or white kind of person where like I'm either interested or I'm not you know yeah, Which, I, I feel the same way. Yeah, I feel, and I, I relate and to that. From a conversation here and other conversations we have all the time, Big Bridge, like that that's exactly the way you are. I think that not all guys share that. I think oh, that's, yeah, no. I think that it, there's a good majority that do, though. I think it's even if, like, it doesn't mean that it's not complicated, but, like, for me, like, usually with any girl I've ever been with, I can go back and say, am I interested in that person? Yeah, yay, nay, no. Okay, cool. And then I move on, which that's what it comes down to. And like for guys that I know who like who question whether or not they're interested in a girl, right? Depending on the context, like they can I they can usually figure out whether they're interested in the girl or not. I think that for a girl standpoint, like it's not black and white because girls' brains just simply work differently than mine. Like I don't know. I think that for them, like there are so many more like moving parts according to their, oh, their yeah. point of view whereas for me like it's like ah is she hot is she not and then, and then we move on sorry that's not exact that's not 100 I mean, percent it works but it, it kind it's of, close pretty close on it i mean 
Yeah, it's, it's kind of how the list works a little bit. That is you know? what the list it's not, is. It's obviously not the only thing. There's obviously way more important things. But that's definitely the first step. And, and honestly, it's the first step for a girl, too, in a lot of ways. Mm. There's just a lot more emotional depth that the girl is looking for and than the guy. Add, and and the guy's looking for a little bit of emotional depth, but not nearly as much as the girl. Well, I'm saying, well then, and adding more context to the list, guys, like, like to get on the list, like, yeah, like, look, physical attraction, like, whether we believe you're hot or not is huge, but also, like, your, your personality plays a big part in it, oh, yeah, 100%. Definitely. Like, someone who I consider is a, I consider a seven, but she, like, is bomb in every regard, easily surpasses, like, an eight or a nine who's just a freaking, like, jack egg, you know, like, who has no idea what they're doing, right? And so it's it's interesting how that works for, for me. Well, I think that's I think that's all guys, honestly. Yeah. Like, there's definitely more that goes into it than just physical attraction. But physical attraction is what's gonna start Th- that's it. That's what's up, gonna. You know? That's what's gonna like catch your eye, and that's why like in today's culture and everything, like that's, it's it really is like becoming much more of a, uh, a of a focus for people like just to especially girls to like show themselves off more if, if they if they if they've got the package, you know. But like, but what's what's important though is is just that us as like guys and girls is that we learn what we do want, you know. Because as great as like looks are and all those things, you have to have like substance behind that. Well, and looks only last so long. Too. It's true. It's true. Realistically, I mean, people are going to be beautiful forever, in some way. In others, sure, maybe not. Sure, yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> and it, it depends on the person, how long it might be. But, you know, some things are not permanent. Other things are. Right. And it's important to, to just realize that in the way we do it. And, and I've mentioned this in probably almost every episode. Hot privilege is a real thing. It's the most real thing. If you're hot, you just have privilege. Like, more guys are going to like you if you're a girl. If you're a guy, more girls are going to like you if you're hot. It's just the way it works. And so the last couple minutes might sh- sound shallow, but look deep inside yourself, and you think exactly the dang same thing. So it's just something to, to keep in mind. Hot privilege is a real thing. If you're hot, you get it. If you're not, you also get it. And, and so it's just, it's just a reality of life. You've been blessed. If you've, if you've been hit with the hot gene, then thank your lucky stars. I think I if Doofenshmirtz could make like a handsomenator, which I'm sure he does at some point in his business. Oh, there's probably one hundred percent he has to. Um, that would be like the most bought item on the market, one hundred percent, because it really does like factor into everything. Your looks, like even in jobs, like I I'm in sales, right? Mm-hmm. Guys who just look good all the time, like are always the most successful ones, because like guy or girl like if someone is physically appealing no matter what you're going to be more trusting of them and that that applies in the business realm applies in any sort of career choosing but especially it applies in relationships and everything and it's important to to like to recognize that for each each to do the best we can with what we got but some people just really do have like have all the all the things we want so it's definitely true, but I think that it's it's just good to know that no matter no matter you know how how you look, how how things are going, there's there's someone out there for it. I think that's that's something that, that Big Spence brought up today. 
something that I appreciate about that is that, you know, you can't just sell yourself short. You got to figure out what you want and then just go for it. And, and I, I think just don't have fear about it because obviously we talk a lot about on this podcast about the list theory, the blank space theory, and there's tons of things you can think about, but you can't rig it in your favor because the girl's either going to like you or, or she's not. And the guy's either going to like you or he's not. And, and obviously there's some cool things to know and some, some ways that you can kind of know if they like you more or less or whatever, but there's no way to manipulate it because you're not going to be able to keep up an act forever. And you don't want to, like there's going to be someone out there who likes you for you. And I think it's important to just realize that. And I think from this episode, we can learn that. And then another thing we can learn is that guys are not going to ask you out one-on-one except for the exceptions that we brought up. They're not going to ask you out one-on-one unless they like you. And that's science.